give more than you get Read less than you sow Listen more than you speak Realize more than you know Come much more than agitate Question more than comply Hold yourself to higher standards Extinguish every lie Hello and welcome to another episode of Jen and Hajamis with me, Marvin Schneider, and the very productive Jen Ward. <laughs> and Albert. We haven't seen Albert for a while. Good to see him back. I know. They're so excited to um, be coming to Oz. They're just like really anxious. They're counting down the, I don't know how they count in inanimate world, but they're counting it. Yeah, well, we all are, baby. Thank you. Good answer, baby. You've got the best answers. Yeah. So it's a bit frustrating. This is the um, second time we were recording this episode because <laughs> we we did a previous recording and it was a really good it was a really good episode, but we had two or three technical glitches and ultimately there was a segment that just failed us. So we're going to have to re-record it. <laughs> yeah, and. It, what's interesting is it's failing us now because you're frozen on screen for me. Am I? Mm-hmm. All right. So this must be like no. I think I really personally think is what we're doing is so powerful that it's just screwing up technology. Could be. Um, all right. So the f- oh, did you see? Well, you can't see the bird going yeah, past. The birds. Yeah. Um, so you can't see me at all. So all you can see yeah, is my Yeah, I can't see you, but then you, I see you and then you stop and I can hear you, but you freeze in these silly positions. All right. But then I come back. You came back and then you left. And then I come back again. Well, I'm waiting for you to come back again. Maybe. All right. This is going to get really frustrating if this doesn't work. Um, I'd- well, if, as long as it's not for the viewer and they can see you, who cares what I can see? I well, know but, but the thing is, I'm not even sure this is recording properly for the viewer. That's the whole point. But that anyway. might be funny too. Anyway, let's just. Nobody uh, said our recordings were perfect. We never claim to be perfection, babies. Only for each other. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, well, maybe what we should do is just get into the core content of this, just in case we get some more technical issues. How's that? That sounds great. All right, so um, basically in the intro, I introduced you as the very productive Jen Ward, and there was a reason for that because you have just gone um, next level in terms of productivity in your outflow of creativity. Mm -hmm. So um, can you just tell the story? Just start with your your artwork and your drawings. Um, So uh, a little bit of the backstory is that we are, um, I think most people know that we're writing the genuine for life, gen, genuine for genuine poetry for life book, mm-hmm. and um, the idea came to me. I think it came to me in a dream that um, wouldn't it be great if to you know put more of Jen in the book that we include some of Jen's artwork because I knew that you were um, you know a very creative person, mm-hmm. and so that. Um, inspired you to do well one drawing to begin with which was the matador drawing which i really liked and then um, that 
sparked you to do a whole bunch of other creative bits. Can you talk about that a little bit? So when I was when I was little, I used to, I mean, I used to do poetry and artwork and I could pick up art modalities like other people picked up, you know. I, I was pretty good. I used to sew my own dolls out of a pattern and then I didn't need a pattern. I used to create my own toys and, um, you know, quilt, macrame, embroidery, cross stitch. I taught myself how to knit using two pencils because we were too poor or <laughs> too neglected to have knitting needles. And so I would have this yarn that I'd use over and over again and it was so dirty from the, the, um, the Sorry. pencil. So can I just ask you to do one thing? Um, stop when, moving. Stop moving because it is shaking the camera a little that. bit, if you don't mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I could blame it on Albert, but he wouldn't like that. Um, <laughs> so so, I, so when I, as I grew up, I just left the artwork behind. I went to I went to college for art, and I got straight A's and everything in my first year. And then I had that horrific car accident where I was jackknifed by a drunk driver and stuff and I didn't realize it till right the second is that's when my artwork kind of like dried up for me is mm. around that so and and you know so I didn't use it any and so when you come along and all these blockages in me open up and stuff and I just wanted to show you what I was capable of and you kind of liked it I didn't I didn't kind of like it I kind of really liked it thank you babies so hey, do we want Go ahead. No, your so is more important than, hey, did we want it? Well, I was going to ask you if you wanted to show the people some of your work. We're doing the same thing. Yep. We were saying the same thing at the same time, ladies. I know. Maybe I, maybe I have the mandatory picture here. Good if you did. It won't, it won't ruin the whole book if I show people beforehand, will it? I don't think so, because there's going to be many more i think you counted them up and you're going to do how many drawings 93 93 drawings wow <laughs> oh here it is wait over here sorry Peter. so here it is that's the matador drawing so that was the first one that you showed me and it was like yeah Whoa. this is important it was important on social media because in my one of my poems, it says, I am the matador, I am the cape. And I didn't want to draw a picture of a bravado matador because I don't like, I don't like what they depict. And so that was the only picture of a matador I could use without like feeling bad about using it. And so that was that one. And that was the first one I really showed you, right? And I was doing a little bit of doodling freehand, just, um, just a little doodle. You know, that's yeah. going to end up in the book. There's a, yeah. That's so, a, and, that's a, and, you know, so they're not all like, you know, some of them are just simple little line drawings and stuff. But even those, even those, what you call a simple line drawing, the, the, the point is that it, it contains within it your intention and, um, and there's a connection to the poem, right? So each drawing is connected to the poem to which it is attached. Here's Willie and his new mama. And you can't see it. There's a glare on me now. Yeah, there is a bit but, of a glare, yeah. But, um, 
here's here's a picture of Wadonga, not Wadonga, but on your um. Okay, so you're just gonna have to angle it to see if you can find a better angle. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, that's a little bit better. Okay, so it looks like we've got a bit of side light streaming in, so and, and that's fine. So, so I think yeah, people get the idea, and so um, yeah. This is the one today. I love. Oh, I love that one. You do, babies. Yes, babies. Um. So we got a few of them going on. Oh, I gotta show me your favorite one is the bee. Oh yes. And so this is felt. Right, I was going to say, tell the audience the medium. And for those that are listening to this on podcast, so audio only, obviously you're not going to get the benefit of seeing all of the creative works. Maybe you can just check out the YouTube version of this as well. Or buy the book when it comes out. Oh, definitely buy the book. I think that's going to be, um, that's going to be real groundbreaking. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, well, um, yeah, so there was cool things because um, there's another one I was proud of. Is here's... Here's a little angel I just drew today, just a sketch of an angel sleeping from a poem. But I like this about her because she's not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed angel. She's more ethnic because I think it sucks that there's only blonde-haired, blue-eyed angels depicted because that's silly. That kind of sucks. You're right about that. So, so, so there's kind of like each picture is supposed to like depict something that brings someone into the moment or depicts a moment of um, a, a sacred moment or, yeah. or does service to the moment or love in some way. Absolutely. And that's, um, you know, the poems and the way that they are compiled and organized, um, they really, they, well, they're reflective and they, they're instructive and, um, I think they uh, help the reader connect to their own spirituality and mm -hmm. source and living a spiritual life and relationships. So I think it's going to be a really important, well, I'm, I don't think, I know it's going to be a really important book. And I think the, the artwork that's going with it through all the mediums that you're using is going to be really important and add a lot of, a lot of, um, spice to the book um, I think Thank it's going to create a real different dimension and then uh, can I just tell the listener the reason I really like that bee uh, felt mm -hmm. work and, and the reason is because poor old bees on the planet you know they've been copying it hard they've been you know intensive farming methods and various other things have kind of you know made life a bit difficult for the bees you know all over the world and so, you know, you got to feel for them. And they, you know, the bees are a really important part of, you know, the natural ecosystem and the food production system. So I have a personal, um, you know, take on this. Down on our property in Wodonga, I'm working on setting up our veggie patch so that when you arrive, Jen, um, we're going to be doing first harvest. So it's very much connecting to nature and not quite paddock to plate, but at least sort of, you know, veggie garden to plate. Anyway, you know, so um, I kind of need and really appreciate the bees because they're pollinating, you know, all of the fruits and various other things. Now, the good news is that you may be able to see and behind me, uh, there's a blue blossoming tree and I've got hundreds, if not thousands of busy little bees just buzzing around. So, 
thankfully the bee population where I am right now uh, is quite vibrant. And so the whole intention is that we're going to make sure that we've got um, uh, companion plants and varieties that will attract the bees, give them, you know, um, you know, something to do and um, an opportunity to visit. Do you know what bees do on a spiritual level? Tell me more. Bees hold the vibration for world peace. Wow. Because the bee population acts as if acts in world peace because they just outflow and give, and that's when they're in joy and at their best is when they just give and give and give, and that's their joy, and that's the vibration of what world peace is. I love it. The other thing I love about bees is that they clearly operate in a collective, a hive, but they're doing their individual things in synchronicity to the uh, the higher good and purpose of the hive. It's so, world peace. Exactly. So there's a bit of a model in there uh, for Absolutely. human existence. They're aligned they're aligned in the microcosm and aligned in the macrocosm. Oh, but I have to tell my throwing you under the bus story. Okay. Which is more important than world peace. <laughs> Baby. Just, just kidding. Okay. So Marvin is so proud of his veggie patch. So I hadn't seen the backyard and, and the, the, I was just, I think it was just last night. You, you, um, called me when you were outside to show me the beautiful, beautiful thing you had to show me. So he's on the veranda, what's that word, veranda? Veranda or balcony will be Veranda. Ah, no, ours is a veranda. I've been in balconies before. Ours is a veranda. So he was out on the veranda and um, he showed me the backyard. And I'm seeing these blossom, beautiful, just beautiful gorgeous trees just in full bloom and just it's just angelic and he doesn't see any of that like through like what i'm looking at he goes look at look at it's so it's so great look at the veggie patch and he shows me this little <laughs> square dug up lawn in the corner and that's what he was showing me that he was so proud and he missed all this beauty he's just taking it for granted a little bit so, but to be fair, I did um, do a panorama and show you, you know, the mountains, oh. the trees and all the blooms and whatever. But then, no, I did, no, no, yeah. but then I did focus on the veggie patch and it is a <laughs> bare veggie patch at the moment because we're only coming into the first part of spring. So I'm in the process of laying down the raised beds and uh, constructing a tomato trellis. It's going to be a, quite a, quite a useful structure. And so um it's going to be a good quality veggie patch. Can I just just do me one thing? I'm I'm just going to. Um, Honey, our birds won't be able to dive bomb us now. No, I know. Sorry, but I just there's a little bit too much backlight, so it's going to be annoying for the audience. Can you? Is my video back on now, or is it still frozen? Yeah, you're perfect. Okay, so it must have been just a little internet. Yeah, <laughs> it wanted to stop us, baby, and it didn't. Oh man, I, I, our um, um, episode recording studio um, that we've been using for oh, six, nine months now, or, eh, maybe eight months, has worked really great. But the last two or three episodes, it is really, it's doing a, doing a number. So, <laughs> you know, man. I was really proud of you and stuff because we're both tired after that last recording it three times. And I was proud of you for saying, okay, come on, we got to 
we got to get this done. Let's record it again. Instead of just giving up, I haven't met someone as um, consistent and as... Um, yeah, well, um, look, giving up is, um, is not an option. So um, failure is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> it's such, a, such an American thing. Oh, no. Failure is oh, not an no. option. Um, yeah, so we had to do it. Um, anyway, technology issues aside. Um, now, so there is an outpouring that is occurring through your um, artwork, but you also got reconnected with craft work. Can you well, just... I think of yeah, I think of them as the same. It's just all this creativity. And you can go to a craft store these days, and if you have any imagination at all, and even if you don't have an imagination, just pick up something that calls to you and start playing with it. And then the universe, it's just like your dreams. If you don't remember your dreams, just write down just the very little bit that you remember, and then it'll come pouring out. The same is true with creativity instead of being afraid of it, if you find something that looks fun, get some crayons, get some paint. There's no limitations and stuff. Don't put those limitations on you. It's just like doing things like hiking and yoga. I always thought, I don't know how to hike because I don't know how to hike. But when I figured out that what just walking in the woods is a hike, and I knew <laughs> that I knew how to hike. And I, I felt separate from the process. Same thing with yoga. Yeah. I don't know how to do yoga, but I've been doing yoga exercises, you know, most of my adult life. So it's not, not like we don't know how, but there's something about the stigma of thinking that you're going to fail, yeah. but that the, you're not belonging. The, the good thing about hiking at the end of the day is um, in the beginning, it can be a little bit overwhelming because it's like, you know, I've got to hike over the mountains in the woods and, you know, go, you know so many miles and whatever. And it's, you know, all a bit daunting, but he, you, you want to know what the secret to hiking is yeah and particularly when you're sort of multi-day hiking and going very long you know through hiking so very long distances which i've done here's a secret hiking and getting to your destination is no more difficult than putting one step one foot in front of the other I one i knew you were going to say that it was in a, a christmas song put one foot in front of the other and soon you'll be walking out the door <laughs> yeah that's you know the that one song? i do actually <laughs> and and so but but there's but there's a there is a spiritual learning in that as well and that is you know you don't need to be overwhelmed with knowing all of the answers and whatever you just do one step at a time yeah so yes. what what's the next most important thing you need to do and it, by the way you don't have a lot of people are trying to optimize and prioritize and, you know, have, you know, the perfect, you know, prioritized to-do list, you know, with, with the really important things at the top. It's helpful if you can do that, but you don't need to have, you know, the most prioritized, you know, just the next thing that comes to your mind. And, you know, just, I think, I think the thing is forward momentum without overthinking it and overcomplicating it and allow yourself to be surprised by, the way that the universe will then rearrange itself to meet your needs. You know, it's just, it's great. Can we talk about your, um, your but, other project a little yeah, bit? We can, but I just want to reiterate the same is true, true with the crafts and doing anything. If you don't feel artistic, just go in there, grab something that, that you're drawn to and just start doing it. And yep. then you're an artist. That's it. There's no, <laughs> you don't have, 
you don't need a secret card. You don't have to sign up for, um, you don't have to be a card carrying artist. You know, yeah. these labels, there's no card carrying, uh, right? It's quite true. So, so you ready? Okay. So, um, they're bead bracelets. Yeah. And they're and gorgeous. They're all different. They're all different. All different. And I've made every single one of them. So far, I have, mm, how many did I say I have? Like 60? No, I think you said you've got 73 at the moment. Well, yeah, I have a lot. So they're all different. And so in the past when I, because um, I'm not great with jewelry, I, I like to give it away and stuff because I don't think, I always feel bad if like people who have like really expensive jewelry and someone doesn't have any, it's like, why not just give them that and, and even the score. So when I'm wearing something and people say, oh, that's beautiful. I'll just take it off and give it to them. And it's the most sacred space you can have. And so I have all these bracelets that I made. Actually, the adepts and the elders keep nagging me to make these. And I thought I was just going to make them to hand out, um, out when I come to Oz. But you, Mr. Genius, had a greater cause for them now. Now that I have so many and I'm still having fun making them. Yeah, so originally you started making, you know, three, five, ten, and then you just kept making them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, what are we, you know, what are you going to do with them? You know, how are you going to give them all away? And then the idea came that wouldn't it be great if you uh, were to give to those people, you know, a bracelet that you made with your love and intention to those people that are avid genuine healing supporters and so that's and so that's really what we do, decided to yeah. do we really do appreciate everyone who supported us you know and 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 come to us for sessions and the workshops and then the everyone who um signs up for the sft facilitator workshops it's a connection to my healing energy i mean they're actually connected to me in some way then yeah it's beautiful um, shout out to Michelle for donating her really nice beads. Some of these are really, really pretty. Yeah. I mean, they're all really. They are. And um, okay. So the idea is part of the, part of the outpouring of genuine healing is going to be reflected or manifested in you uh, giving um, these bead bracelets to those that sign up for the genuine healing workshops and, you know, various other things. So the, the people that are supporting genuine healing. Um, and so um, uh, for those that are supporting genuine healing, uh, you are going to send out mail out uh, even internationally, right? Cause we've got quite, quite a number of supporters outside of the U S all over the world, in fact. And, um, and you're right. It does cost more to send it to them than it does to make them, but it's okay. It does. So um, I'm not quite sure people appreciate the shipping and mailing and shipping um, process. But anyway, so um, we're going to send out um, uh, not one bracelet, but two bracelets for each person. Can you explain the logic of that? Well, I, I love the, the feeling of teaching the world 
in the higher dimensions, jewelry isn't to like quantify and and to subjugate you. Like in Atlantis, it was illegal to wear jewelry that wasn't of your station, because you juice from your jewelry, you could tell where a person's station was in life. Yeah. So. So what we want to do is blur that. And in the higher dimensions, jewelry isn't for like receiving praise and stuff. It's for giving it. So yeah. all the, if someone someone has one to wear, but they also have one to give. Yeah. And so they can either give it to a friend who needs healing or yeah. my love, or yeah. they can just wear it. And like, if someone admires it, they can give it to the first person who admires it. And then they'll have another one of mine to wear. Yeah. So it's, it's training it's yeah. training individuals how wonderful it is to just spontaneously give like that yeah i think that's just um and that you know that spontaneous giving to me is way more powerful than institutionalized giving like you know through the holiday yeah. season and birthdays right. and, and then, various other things and then um i always panic that you're going to change subjects fast i mean i won't get to like <laughs> Say, Baby, say, say my piece. I know, but that's but I sound like a jerk interrupting you all the time. But that's why, because I'm afraid. Because he, he'll have ready like Bob and Weave to change the subject, and it's like, wait, no, it's a big No, so I do have something to say about that. So another greater purpose of this, because the adopts are always working. I mean, they stretch. I mean, I'm stretched farther than you know than 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 pasta dough i don't know and anyways but um so the thing is in the third dimension people were used to someone that they thought of as having some spiritual insight to like to like give up their energy to this person of insight mm -hmm. and we're reprogramming a, a guru that. for example well i don't even like to say the g word and stuff right. But you know what I mean is, you know, whatever, um, master, sure. whatever. Yeah. You know, they giving up your power to the master and you, only, you can only move on unless the master says you can, whatever. So that's what's being reprogrammed is instead of learning to give your energy to that kind of mm -hmm. thing, we're giving someone who gives out truth to people and whatever is given out to you in a personal way. Yep. So you're not, you're learning to receive. And it's such a physical, tangible way to receive. Some people have smaller wrists than I do. So it's okay if they're stretched out a little bit, as long as I can get them on, right? I think so. And you're making bracelets with bead combinations that are suitable for men as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's... You're a, you're a goddamn genius for us because you, you're baby. the one who, whenever you like get excited about something I do, it just synergizes it. And no, this one would be a girl one, but it just well, expounds. See, but see, see, here's the thing, right? So you gave me um, this bracelet um, mm -hmm. to connection to um, my spirit guide. Yep. And um, spirit essence, yep. Yeah, and so I wear that uh, every day. And what I found is that a lot of guys are really open to wearing um, bracelets. So they can be braided bracelets, but increasingly beaded bracelets. So I think there's going to be yeah, some. There you go. Okay, so this, one. 
there's a whole bunch of designs that are um, that I think you know guys and even sort of very masculine guys uh, would love to wear. And then divine. Ooh, this is divine on it. Yeah. See? Oh, 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 I gotta find this one if I can find it. It's so cute. It says world peace right in the B. Hang on. These are so much fun. I play with them. Okay, and this little, oh yeah, this is one. It has a little earth symbol on it, a little earth bead. Love and it's it. like, it's got like a space. See, so there's a, there's a meaning. And this one looks like, 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 Chinese, but it's not. Well, uh, yeah, indigenous of some description, yeah. And see, some of these are, are guy because you told me guy, right? Yeah. Is this yeah, guy yeah. or no? Um, I think uh, a lot of guys would be uh, very comfortable wearing that. But that's what I'm finding these days is that um, the gender lines between, you know, what's girly and what's guy, you know, is sort of breaking down. So, um yeah. Just look at this one. It says world. Here's a little world, world, and then it says peace. Peace. So here's it. a world peace one. I love it. Isn't that beautiful? It is. So, baby, can we just move on a little bit? Um, you know, I have a short <clears throat> attention span. <clears throat> and I got all my beats here. So I'm like, sorry, babies. You got to know your audience. Yeah. So, anyway, we're going to be shipping uh, or mailing these out. Um, to a whole bunch of people, um, uh, particularly, you know, the avid supporters of Genuine Healing. There'll be a, a, a nice letter and a, um, I don't know, half a dozen of the Jen and her Jammies calling cards if people yeah, want to hand those. That. Yeah, there we go. So to hand out, um, mm -hmm. just to, to expound, share, and, you know, um, I think that's what, this is about so I think it's a really great initiative. I'm really looking forward to the fruition of that, and then again the completion of the poetry book. Um, so I have to share why the outflow is so important. Well, because this is a this got cut off on the other one, and I think it's an important point. So I'm losing the excess weight that I had stored up as a buffer while we went through battle before I right before I met you was the worst, you know, going through battle to, um, to save all of humanity and to upgrade. And you and I being together in my book is the upgrade, right? And so I'm losing all the weight that kept me safe. And as I do that, I'm outflowing more and more. And, and people who are trying to lose the weight believe that they need to go to the gym and just like do a thousand, you know, and they torture themselves in physical activity. It's not as necessary as they may think. They need to outflow, outflow, but it doesn't have to be grueling exercise. It can be crafts. It can be painting. It can be an activity. But as long as they're, they're shifting their energy from intake to outflow, that's yep. the important thing. And I, uh, that's the spiritual upgrade. And once people realize that, it'll yep. be a lot easier on them and it won't be such a minor thing to do. Yeah. Do you reckon uh, the plushies would like a bracelet? Well, who's going to make it for him? I'm busy making them for goddesses. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, they, they, they might need to be smaller. <laughs> baby, you, you keep giving me jobs. I'm trying to keep up with you, baby. But... <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, um, I think probably the next thing to say, uh, two things. Um, 
we had a great September 11 tapping session. We had a very large uh, participate, participant list. I think we had about 43, 45 people. It's one of the larger group tapping sessions that we have had. It was really profound. Uh, we've had a lot of really good feedback for that. So we will keep doing those from time to time. It is a lot of work for us. Um, and I think it's a lot of work for the participants as well because they're feeling uh, the outflow and the shift. And of course, we're addressing significant, you know, world peace and you know issues. So, um, so there's that. And so uh, those that are interested in uh, keeping up with that, just keep an eye on the Genuine Healing website, uh, genuinehealing.com with a J. dot com with a J on the purchase tab. That's where we link up each one of these free tapping sessions. And then um, there are other things that are um, sponsored and paid. And so the next one of those that's coming up, um, the workshop is the Healing Your Twin Flame and Soulmate workshop, wherever they are. And so uh, you've got a limited amount of time, uh, folks, to sign up for that. I really encourage you to sign up for that. It's on the September the 19th, uh, 2 p.m. New York time. Work out what that is wherever you are in the world. But I really encourage people to sign up for that one. That one's going to be a doozy. Can you say something about the oh, topic? Yes. Yes. So the adults pick the topics and stuff. And the upgrade in humanity is instead of going alone and rogue and trying to find yourself, in the, th in the fifth dimension, you do find yourself. And, and the upgrade is serving in synchronicity with your soulmate. And so what, we, what we're doing is we're doing tons of taps and a tons of work to release all the trauma from past relationships and, and past stuff and to recognize the soul, the soulmate and differentiate the and remove the tangles between the soulmate and the twin flame and exercises in, and how to create their own taps on what they prefer in a partner and to attract what they want in a partner and release what they don't want in a partner. So, and um, the homework is amazing because me being disciplined enough to make these um, programs is a lot of it's a lot of work. It's not what I, I usually enjoy doing, I guess. But but you make me have a nice program for everyone. So there's a lot of work in that for uh, and everyone who attends will get on the list to receive their own bracelets handpicked by me. I'm gonna I'm gonna handpick everyone's bracelet. Them. Yep. So I look at the name and which one calls to me for that person. That is just so cool. So um, on so on the workshop, we're definitely going to be providing new information and perspectives in relation to twin flames, soulmates, the distinction, the difference. A lot of people are confused about it, and and the adepts basically told you that the common understanding of the nature of a twin flame and a soulmate is probably wrong and a bit us about so to speak so don't don't say too much about it no but it is being tangled in the daisy of death like everything mm. else that people think that they know the answers to the mm. daisy of death is this this um energetic mesh that prevents souls from transcending yeah. and part of what we do is we dissipate that 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 energetic barrier from people transcending and yeah. a lot of the barrier is miscommunicate 
miscommunications, misunderstandings, and um, misbelief systems. Yeah. So we're definitely going to be providing new information and new insights about twin flames and soulmates. And then um, uh, some exercises, some interactive exercises. And of course, there's going to be lots of homework and a whole bunch of tapping. So um, the program will run over three or thereabouts hours. Um, so it's going to be quite interactive. And um, the one thing that I'd say about, I think what's really important about this workshop is it's shifting people's vantage point. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, spend a reasonable amount of their time and effort and need, want and desire to look for and find their, quite often it's described as their twin flame, but we think they actually are looking for their soulmate. And so Don't we're going to talk No, that's fine. So, but all I'm going to say is what's really important about this workshop is that it's helping you shift the vantage point from, from, you know, um, it's putting a lot of effort into finding your twin flame and soulmate to healing them in, in the process of doing that you're healing yourself. So it's creating the conditions. So that's kind of what's new about this workshop. And that's why it's so important that people sign up for it. But the problem is if you even tell people that, people who, who think you're dead wrong in your point of view, they won't sign up because, no, they don't get it. They're dead wrong. And that will be, <laughs> that's well, all it takes for some people who are well, entrapped in their belief systems. Well, here's an opportunity to um, take the alternative perspective. There you go. Let's put the challenge. Well, it was interesting because you and I had this um, discussion. This It was it was heated for us. It was like I, I ended up crying because I thought you were disappointed in me because I didn't agree with you on something, no. and um, which was refreshing for me to not have to agree with you on everything. Um, but the thing is, is that you wanted and a distinction between the soulmate and the twin flame. And, 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 but there's a reason for it because I knew from my own research that a lot of people have particular views on it. I know too, baby. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I know things too. But yeah. the thing is, is like I don't get swayed by what people have been told or believed, and that's why I don't read up on lots of stuff that's because right. I'm very impressionable. So if I read up on what everybody read up, I wouldn't know truth either. So the adepts have kept me, you know, um, blissfully right. ignorant of what other people are teaching. And, and what's really fascinating to me is when – when I speak these things and, and they come right from the adepts and they say, yeah, this person has been teaching that or this person has been teaching it. And they think I got it from them when I don't even know who these people are. Exactly. So, so that's pretty cool as well is because you, you don't read up on this, the other people's perspectives on these things. And you're simply providing the information that you're given in your dialogue with the adepts. And that's what's mm -hmm. so powerful about this. Absolutely. Wow. So I think we got through this episode <laughs> with minimal yeah. technology breakdowns. Um, I'm so happy about that. Um, so, uh, yes, uh, please sign up for that workshop. It's going to be great. Really looking forward to it. Um, what else do we need to say? Is there anything else you want to say before we round out? Mm. Think of a thing, baby. You know, I'm kind of wore out when I can't think of a dang thing. <laughs> dang thing. 
Well, you've in done that... it, baby. <laughs> you wore me out. <laughs> maybe. Um, I think the, the work that we do together is uh, it, it is quite intense. Are you so, blushing? Baby. I mean, you always make me <laughs> blush. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably a good way, a uh, good time to wind down. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Albert. Good to see you back, Albert, by the way. Um, He's been on it. He's just excited about getting to Oz. He doesn't know what's taking so long. No, that's right. So thanks, Jen. Thanks, Albert. Thank you, listeners. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, and particularly share so that um, Genuine Healing can get out in the mainstream. Uh, we're looking forward to that. Look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now. Bye for now. Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, please.